yeah i'm just i'm saving myself for marriage you know that's just what i want to do now we'll see so really no <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm sorry i was like oh god i i don't want to make fun Okay, awesome. <laughs> testing. We're testing our mics. This is great. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the official first episode of I Don't Think Podcast. Hi. I'm Audra. I'm Geneva. Okay, I'm so excited to finally start this thing. It's been like almost a year in the making. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, we, we, we each had like depressing um, COVID months. And now we're at the point now we're both vaccinated and a little less sad. So I, I say we're on the up and up. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, on, on some days I am on the up and up. On other days I am down really bad. So, you know, it's just a, it's an uphill battle. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we've, it's been about a year in the making. I actually looked back at our uh, conversations about making this podcast and it dates back to like May 21st of 2020. Honestly, after we got our, we got super organized with the podcast, we just sort of um, had a pretty bad remainder of the year, at least for myself, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, I almost lost a toe. I had to, I had to go to therapy because of said toe. I, I had like phobia around driving. I I like couldn't focus on work. I also go to school. Mm, 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 mm. No, absolutely not. There's no way we could have done anything like that in Other the mental I, state. <laughs> we have full time jobs, and like we both go to school full time. So I man, I don't even know why we added one more thing to our plate. But I think that this is the one the one thing that we like. I don't know. Chose to level us. Yes, definitely choosing to make time for this, I think. Um, we're now in 2021. Um, 2020 was a crazy year. It's still a crazy, it's still continuing to be a crazy ass year. But 2021 is here. We're in full swing. We're in April. Um, happy birthday, Geneva. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you won't be hearing this on my birthday, but imagine in your head, if you close your eyes, especially if you're driving, imagine it's April 8th and I just turned 27 and had a really good day and you're part of it. Thank you. Now you're on the road. Close your eyes one more time. Just, just to see, test yourself. Good job. Wow. You did it. Congratulations. But yeah, uh, 2020 was fucking insane. The last time we officially hung out was like you were here for a job interview i was here for a job inter or i was in your town for a job interview but i don't live in the same town by the way yeah like we're about 400 drive apart uh more like seven the last time we hung out pre-covid was actually february of 2020 we went to a spurs game and that was literally like that that was it <laughs> this was probably a, a game like uh 
February 23rd, they were playing the Mavericks, and we saw Luka Doncic do a triple-double. And while it was amazing, it was really sad because uh, Spurs got their ass whooped. But it was okay because we were hanging out, and we, I, we were sitting nuts to butt, and I remember thinking, damn, I wish these seats were wider because I hate being so close to people. I, I shouldn't have thought I shouldn't have thought it because guess what happened? Two, Social distance. Two weeks later. No, Full not on. at Ranger Stadium, though. You can oh, now, you can. 100% capacity. Once again. <laughs> 100% capacity at the Rangers Stadium, whatever. But yeah, last time I hung out with you without a mask was back in February of 2020. And then March hit, and then it was a total shitstorm, and it's been a total shitstorm ever since. I've been working in the same room that I am now speaking to you in. I mean... I actually, okay, so I didn't actually watch a lot of Lost, but I did watch that first season and that dude who lives in the same room and works out in the same room and all that, that's that's me. I I have my weights in this same room. Like I I spend probably about 14 hours in this room and it's goddamn depressing. You have a home gym. It's great. Yeah, I miss the gym. Oh my God, I miss the gym. You miss the gym too. You had a really nice one. Yeah, I had a really nice gym. And then... Honestly, it wasn't even COVID related, but when I stopped going, but now I am miserable because I don't have that said gym anymore. To wear your mask when you're in the gym. It may, I'm paranoid to go back because people are so, I, I mean, it's so, it, mask has become so political, I guess. And I mean, it has been that way, but I, I just don't want to get sick. You know, like I, I have a job where I see the other end of it and it's goddamn, it's so depressing. Yeah, it's pretty want, bad. I don't want to be in their shoes. I have talked to these people and I like asking really sort of horrible questions about what they're going through with COVID. And I don't want that for me. I don't even like hearing about it. Yeah, no, exactly. I did go to a local gym recently and their rule is you have to wear your mask upon entering and wear your mask while you're in the, the changing room, the restroom, whatever. But while you're working out, you can take your mask off. But they're also doing where every other machine is not being used to uh, to go through like social distance stuff. Mm. So, you know, I, I see a mix of people wearing a mask and then I see a mix of people definitely not wearing a mask when they're doing like the group workouts, no mask in sight. When they're doing the machines, no mask in sight. When they're in the the machine, the the weight machines, uh, also no mask in sight. And it's really funny because a lot of people congregate in that weight area. Always. It's like the most popular place. Yeah, I can't even get in there because there's too many people and I'm just way too paranoid. COVID, you couldn't even get in there. I like, I would try to get my hands on like a 15 pound set. No, because people carry them all over the damn place and don't put them back on the rack. Yeah, they don't put them back. And that's just absolutely frustrating. Um, it's probably easier for me to buy. I, I could not find weights at all until like a month ago. Finally got weights. I've just been using random plate weights that I've had forever instead of like dumbbells, just ropes. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> and, you know, it's just absolutely bonkers that we're at this point where a lot of people think oh well everything is opening back up i'm okay to do whatever the fuck i want that is not the case at all and hey okay, let's back it up a bit tell me about you give me a give me an audra intro oh 
I don't know an Audra intro. Um, okay, let me, I'm going to intro Audra. Here we are. Okay, hello. Hi, my name is Audra. I work a front-facing job where I do with a lot of stress all day. Um, I'm currently looking for another job, so if you know anybody who's hiring, keep <laughs> <laughs> putting out my hiring. putting out my Indeed resume on my podcast. Yeah, for sure, that'll work out really well. <laughs> you have a job; it's full time with benefits and health insurance. Hit her up; she wants it. Um, let's see. I, I am. Hi, my name is Audrey. I'm 27 years old. Um, I'm a voluntary incel. Um, what am I? I have a cat named Cher. Um, uh, let's see. I have started collecting giant pillows to fill that space on my bed. Men, hit me up. Um, <laughs> let's see. I have, all right. I, I, uh, my apartment has hardwood floors, so you know I'm actually doing doing all right. Uh, let's see. I'm contributing to a retirement. What's up, men? I'm Audra. I'm 27 years old. I am financially stable. I have an apartment. Mentally, mentally stable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Honestly, financial, emotional, and mental, all stable. I'm a voluntary incel, so no one talk to me, please. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to. I'm trying to ride this wave as long as I can. You know, saving. I'm saving myself for marriage. I'm trying and, to get the PR. You know. Yeah, I'm just. I'm saving myself for marriage. You know, that's just what I want to do now. We'll see. So, any um. Really? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was like, oh god, I, I don't want to make fun of this because. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not saving myself for marriage. But due to COVID, I have stopped being. The whole life has been put on pause. Yes, it is. There's a giant pause button on that life. And honestly, it's really tiring. I look back and it makes me so tired thinking about it. So just living that life. I don't think I can live that life again. I'm I don't even like texting people. I don't even like texting my family back. Can I imagine like just trying to keep up with strangers, arrange dates? Ugh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And then the whole dating pre-COVID and then while being in COVID times, they're just completely different. And you'll, well, not you, but myself will, I, I have definitely noticed um, men's different approach when it comes to wanting to hook up or ask me out on a date or whatever. I think now there are a lot for tests, like positive, are you getting swabbed? Show me your screenshot of your COVID test and it better be negative or I'm blocking you. Um, no, they'll ask if I've been social distancing. <laughs> it's literally like a quality with the CDC screen. Yes, they're, it's, they're reading verbatim the CDC screen and uh, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, I do appreciate the <laughs> I do appreciate the effort of asking if I've Did been around about, people like, testing for STIs. Like, no, why would they do that? <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. If I get gonorrhea, I get gonorrhea. But how about COVID? <laughs> yeah, how about COVID? You can die from COVID. I'm like, oh, but have you seen severe gonorrhea? No, you haven't. I mean, I haven't either. That's not what I'm implying. But, <laughs> um, you know, you you get curious on a Google search, and then you know you go down a rabbit hole of oh just my gosh. 
d- infections and diseases and you that's, just that's get what scared I shitless i want to like i want to i wanted to deal with that like initially i was getting a master's degree so that i could focus on stis and then covid hit and i went oh okay well i guess this is this is going to be the new thing okay well i'm in let's go and uh it's very depressing turns out but yeah <laughs> but you you have found a passion and that's what's important shoot i mean just anything where i feel like i I used to I used to like work and feel like what am I doing with my life? But now I'm like, well, this is something. I, I I get some job satisfaction. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of the same way. I definitely enjoy what I do. I'm just a public servant. That's pretty much it. But yeah, I like both public servants. Like I, I like helping know. people. Yeah. It's really nice. To be uh, honest, I don't that's not my that's not my a priori. Uh more than helping people, I like learning um from people and like, hmm. So I guess it's like a macro helping people, but on the individual level, it stresses me out hearing people cry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone likes hearing people cry, so completely understandable. Sometimes I'll get the giggles whenever I hear people cry, and it's not because I'm laughing at them, <laughs> but I just don't know what to do, so... Okay, stop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's That's exactly what happens. But yeah, you know, sometimes I get... CDC screened whenever a guy wants to ask me out and then eventually we just lose interest and we end up not going out which is totally okay this is exhausting you're like you know what I think I'm just gonna stay safe yeah seriously you know at the beginning of 2020 I was in a relationship it didn't last very long I was you know it's totally okay it was for the best but whenever COVID hit, I was very paranoid because he worked with other people all the time and he wasn't necessarily in a a closed environment like I was. I don't really have, yes, I have human person to person contact, but there's a barrier in between us. So I never actually get to, you know, be in touching distance with the other person. And he did. And I was very paranoid and he just sort of didn't take it the right way whenever I was like listen we need to either quarantine together or just not see each other for a really long time and (laughs) I definitely was pushing more towards the not seeing each other for a very long time and by very long time I mean ever again and you know it worked out for me uh poor guy I don't know what he's up to um but I I didn't know that you used COVID to break up with him um it helped it definitely helped but it wasn't you know what Mm, you know you're not taking this new thing seriously (laughs) yeah that's literally what happened um but no it it definitely helped on the breaking up portion but that definitely was not at all the the main part of it dating is weird even pre-covid it's been really ugly but now that covid is here it has been here I doubt it'll go anywhere anytime soon. It has definitely been a blight on some relationships, old and new. I feel like I fell victim to that. You know, it is what it is. I salute people who are quarantining with their significant other, and they had no intentions of quarantining with them. No, it just ended up yeah, happening to that. I mean, I guess, I guess it's one of those like, okay, well, we'll see where this, see if I like you that much but no there's no way like I didn't see my boyfriend for like a couple weeks and then I was finally like, okay fine 
if you are wearing a mask at work or whatever, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I lucked out. I started dating somebody a couple months before COVID hit, and it's been really good. And yep, I I can't complain. Also, I've just never really dated. Okay, I'm lying. Uh, I guess I'm just like a, a serial monogamous. That's the kind of type of person I am. I hate casual dating. It makes me, uh, I feel like I get, it gives me hives. I don't know how you did it. I've never had a dating app. It's just been like people that I meet, friends of friends. Yeah, I can't, I, not that I can't do that. It's, I've never experienced that. I think the one time I, there was one time where someone had set me up and it, I will never forgive them for this my brother and his girlfriend at the time set me up on a blind date it was my very first date in my entire life i didn't have his contact information they sent him photos of me it was like my facebook photos but regardless they sent photos of me did they did you know about him did they tell you they gave me some information on what they were doing and i said yeah sure fine whatever not like you're really gonna do it and they fucking did it they fucking did it and they were like okay meet him here i met him at this hibachi place and he he didn't want to sit at the hibachi grill i was really upset that's the whole reason you go there no one goes there to sit on the restaurant side God, it was so, and he he didn't talk at all. I asked all of the open-ended questions, and he still somehow found a way to only respond with a yes or a no. So I was very like, man, this day isn't going anywhere. I want to I want to leave, and I was incredibly nervous. It was my you first day ever. You should have just been like, all right. This isn't, I'm trying, and you're putting in nothing. You're putting in zero effort. Man, I gotta go. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, can I get a box? <laughs> you know what? Just cancel my order, because I don't want to fucking be here at all. Maybe a coffee would have been more appropriate. That's, I think that's a good, like, intro thing. Yeah, you know, I, a group session hangout, way less pressure. For sure. I definitely have coffee dates, and I think they go a lot better than dinner dates, or just any other date in general. Dude, dinner dates, that sounds horrible. Like a first date at a dinner, it's very old school. Oh, you know what's funny? I went on a date to a hibashi place, and it wasn't the first date, but it was like probably like date number four. And he was like, hey, did you want to go to hibachi? It turns out there is a Chinese buffet called hibachi. So I dressed up really nice, and we ended up going to a fucking buffet. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> I was you like, know oh, what? cool. You know, like, I mean, it's fine. Because he was like, why are you dressed so nice? And I was like, because we're, we're going to hibachi. And he's like, yeah, exactly. And now Yeah, hibachi buffet, not... Oh my god. Yeah, man. I was like, <laughs> and it was like fine, I guess. But I was like, man, the fucking floor is a little wet. I, <laughs> I wish I wish you would have... I, I should have asked. I should have asked. I the the buffet carpeting is pretty greasy. I gotta go. Oh, like, man. I I didn't bring my no slip shoes. I don't oh, think oh. I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was wearing heels, not fucking Crocs. God, you know what? Shout out to Crocs. They're really comfy. They they have been my savior post toe break. Oh God, last uh oh yeah, I should probably do an intro. Hi, my name is Geneva. I just turned twenty seven as well. Audra and I know each other from high school. I work in the health industry, healthcare field. Um, I, I work full time and go to school full time. I have I have student loans. Uh, I'm on a loan forgiveness plan. Those will go away. 
I've been work for I've been working from home since March 13th and I go to online school and so I had a desk already ready and now I spend probably about 10 hours a day in the same room um and I do prison style burpees every hour, every hour on the hour to make myself go less crazy and I don't know I think that's I think I covered it uh we're vaccinated pretty happy about yes. that fully I'm vaccinated I'm team Pfizer mm-hmm. And together we uh, conquer the world. Fusion ha. That's us. I'm really glad. I'm really happy that we're vaccinated. Everyone who has the opportunity to get vaccinated should definitely do it. If not for yourself, do it for the others that are around you. And, you know. I frankly don't care if you don't get vaccinated. Eventually, you're going to anyway, if you choose to or you don't. I, I, I work in health and I, you know, you would think I try to convince you, but. I don't care anymore. You do it if you want to do it. And if you don't, there's going to be consequences. So do whatever you want. Ooh, you heard it here, folks. You heard <laughs> yeah. it here. I mean, it's fucking free. Uh, when was the last time a, a, any kind of vaccine was free? So much work went into Seriously. it. One of my professors worked on the design of the Pfizer one. Like, I don't, there's nothing I could tell you that would the be. The design? Like, what What do you mean design? Oh, um. so it's a... The TLDR on it is it is a mRNA vaccine that was created in the lab essentially to mimic the spike protein of COVID, SARS-CoV-2, and so he worked on that and like uh, making sure the spike protein was like um, effective against uh, the the strains that are most seen in the United States. He's a cool dude. His name's Kareem. Wow, what a fucking awesome guy. Yeah, it's I tell you like I started my master's program like 2019 summer. And I tried to focus on infectious diseases because I was like, I'm going to work in STIs. And then now literally everything is COVID infectious diseases. And there's no better time. I mean, like, dude, as soon as my degree is over, which is going to be really soon here. Oh, the job opportunities. I'm so stoked. And That's I, amazing. I know, I know it's, you know, a lot of people have died and I probably shouldn't see it that way. But um, lemonade, baby. Lemonade. Yeah, you got to live too. You got to make a living. Geneva works from home. She has been since last year. Yeah. I was out of work for about two months and then still paying you though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still getting paid, thankfully, but I was out of work for about two months and then they opened my job back up, not for the public, but for the employees. We were all social distanced, one desk in between us at all times, and we were all wearing a mask. The mask mandate is still alive and well in our facility. Same as mine. Nice. And uh, it seems to be like that probably for the remainder of the year, unless we see a miraculous turnaround with COVID infections. Same. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that's literally what all of my work emails say. We'll see what happens and we'll go on from we'll move on from there. Before I had this job, I worked at a bookstore and uh, I am so happy i got out when i did if i was to live in that like and work in retail which if you work in retail thank you thank you thank you thank you if you work in restaurants double super thank you but man i bet i bet it's been a tough year for y'all i bet it fucking sucks because i couldn't get people to you know man i couldn't i couldn't do convince customers to do anything like just to be polite like hey don't breathe down that person's neck but now even more especially now that it's political to whatever 
try to keep yourself safe. Oh my God. I miss the bookstore life, but I'm happy that I work in a job where I can sit in a house. I've never been COVID tested. Never had to. Yeah, neither neither have I. I definitely should have been tested uh, a couple of times really? because there were, yeah, there were a few positive cases within my work circle. So I definitely should have been tested, but I just didn't. And here I am not having COVID. Although at the beginning of 2020, I am convinced absolutely convinced that I had COVID because I tested negative for flu and strep and I thought I was going to fucking die in my house. And, you know, I was antibody test. No, I never did an antibody test. I was really upset about it because I don't think I have those antibodies anymore, but now you do. Now I do. Well, Mm -hmm. we'll see. The antibody test was like $250. So I don't Texas think I was such a hoe about about all this. Like you had to do, you pretty much had to be dying in order to qualify for a test. Yeah. Even then. Even then, even then, they're like, "Are you sure it's not something else?" I think now the qualifications have laxed a little bit because there's more tests available. Yes, and so you know, people are just. Uh, getting tested more regularly, at least in my neck of the woods, they're being tested a little bit more. But yeah, um, it, it was absolutely insane getting emails saying, oh, we might have a possible COVID outbreak. You hear it from work, you hear it from your school. Um, I sort of got bullied into going back to school last year and I that couldn't- me, right? Did I no, you? no, it wasn't you. I'm surprised. It was... <laughs> Usually, that's something I would do. <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually a, a coworker of mine. Uh, she bullied me into signing up for school, which I mean, I couldn't. I can't thank her enough for uh, her doing that to me. It's incredibly challenging, yet very rewarding. Especially if I don't think about the amount of debt I'll be in later, then it's really rewarding. Same. I think this semester has been absolute bullshit. I hate this these classes that I'm in right now, but hopefully the following semester, it'll be a lot better. Uh, I'm taking business calculus, some English, business English class. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know what that even means. It's just telling me to locate the gerund. I don't give a fuck. Like John Maxwell books, 21 Reasons for Success. There's no required reading. It's like a grammar class. Oh, what? You can't even read Malcolm Gladwell books? That's like the whole business rubric. You just read outliers a bunch of times. Yeah, I don't understand. what. What? Where's the business portion in this class? Because I couldn't give less of a shit about finding a gerund or... Um, oh, grammar is important. I mean, it's probably super annoying for you, but I can't tell you how many times I read professional people who like have serious degrees and like they can't fucking put a, a comma in the right spot it just frustrates me because i already know how to do it but i still have to sit through this class and pay for it and pay for it it's absolutely infuriating well you get through that shit and then you get to cool stuff do you know what i'm learning right now in my shit climate change and public health how to deal with environmental disasters within the realm of like i don't know um securing sanitation sites and stuff like that is super cool wow that's Way cooler than finding a an adverb. 
Yeah, you know what? I think, and rewriting a sentence to put the commas in correctly. You know what the problem is? Uh, that you uh, you left AP English with me back in high school. You dropped it, and you've been getting punished ever since. Because that's exactly what we went over in 11th grade AP English. I mean, I did that in the regular English class, too, but probably not not as extensive. The universe is punishing you, because that class covered a credit for me in college. It carried. Oh, because you took the AP test. I was never going to take the AP test. Why? It's such, I mean, they, they paid for it. Like, public school, like, I went to private school for a lot of my life. Public school, as soon as I got there, they were like, all right, here's everything for free. It was amazing. I didn't pay for anything. They covered all my AP tests. They, like... I, I guess it's because my family was like a little broke at the time. They did like food, food stuff, and like they paid for my SAT. It was amazing. Uh, I remember taking the SAT my junior year in high school. It was kind of a surprise for me because I didn't know I was going to be taking it that day. So <laughs> zero preparation. I, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I just showed up to a test taking room and I was like, I don't think it's time for tax tests, but I guess I'll take it anyway. And uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember what my scores were. How? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. I, I I don't know where I was half the time in high school. So, you know, it it, it is what it is. It's because you were a theater kid. That, that just took precedent over everything. Okay, I define theater kid because there's so many... You were in theater for like every year of high school i don't know how to explain it further than that well because there's always like negative connotations when it comes to theater kids you bully me constantly for being a theater kid no i don't bully am i bullying you yes you do you talk shit about broadway and shit i'm like i don't know nothing about broadway okay i just don't like musicals oh okay i mean that's fair i don't really i'm not that big a fan of musicals either i'm like i don't like it i'm i'm for the classics like fan of the opera and that's pretty much it (laughs) (laughs) um maybe rent here and there i think that you might just like opera no because there's not really really opera in that musical Mm. you know i've never seen phantom of the opera oh if there's a a a man in an opera house okay are you telling me that they have a whole play in an opera and they don't even sing not even one line from la traviata no why would they do that they Nope, definitely not. Nope. Mm. It, okay, so it's this man. He was brought up in the catacombs of France beneath an opera house. He lived he, in the catacombs? He lived in the catacombs, and he would sing to this girl who is the main character. I don't remember her name right now. Emmy Rossum. Yes, that's her. I don't remember her character name, but it's fine. He sings to her because her father died. So she goes up thinking that, oh my God, the ghost of my father is teaching me how to sing. And all this other crap happened. So she grows up and her big debut is coming because the other main actress, Minnie Driver, is a total diva. And she's just like throwing out these crazy requests for the new owners of the opera house and so shit happens the phantom makes sure that emmy rosam gets the lead and all this or mezzo uh she's probably a mezzo soprano but 
they don't go into that much of a detail. Uh, they're just like, they're just like, you get the lead. And Phantom's like, I don't think so. I want Emmy Rosam to do it. And so through turn of events, the Phantom Poison's does. A bitch. No, he tries to get her killed by lowering curtains on her like the whole rod of curtains almost is almost exactly the plot of phantom of the megaplex the disney channel original movie did you stop to think that maybe the phantom of the megaplex was a spin on phantom of the opera i always thought it was the reverse no i'm so sorry to tell you that but it's definitely not But yeah, it turns out the Phantom is not a good guy, and he's been absolutely obsessed with Emmy Rossum for her so whole life. Make it like not cre- okay, so it's like um, like Twilight. If they actually would have made it like um, creepy, that uh, dude was obsessed with a woman from afar or whatever. Yes, very or, afar. He was a Vampire Slayer before. I've never seen that show, so I have no oh, idea. Well, the main love interest, Angel, who's like a really old vampire, Twilight. Uh, is obsessed with 16-year-old Buffy Summers. It's gross. And then he, like, he's like, I never met you before. Yeah. I watched it in um, high school. It was pretty problematic a little bit. It was a good show. Oh, though. wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Phantom is not a good guy. He's absolutely a creep, to say the least. And Maybe because he doesn't get enough vitamin D living in uh, the catacombs. Yes, and also he has like a deformity, so he has like that mask on his face to hide the deformity. Mm-hmm. And cool. yeah, he, he's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool guy. Have you ever seen Boardwalk Empire before? No, I've never seen that show either. One of the main characters, okay, so they were popular in World War One to get like porcelain masks to cover like, your face after it was blown up with bombs. And one of the main characters has half a porcelain face. And I'm assuming... That's where they got it for um, Phantom of the Opera. It's like, boom, slap a porcelain, whatever. Like you would get like a porcelain eyepiece put on your glasses or like you would, it would be attached to your face in that way. Mm-hmm. To cover up the fact that you didn't have a cheekbone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think Steve Buscemi is hot? No. Would you paint him as somebody who's like fucks? Oh no, D- Steve Buscemi definitely fucks, but I don't think he's hot. Mm. Well, the show paints him as both of those things <laughs> and he's hot and he fucks a lot yeah i mean it's a great show though oh my god it's amazing give it a watch if you have hbo max i'll think about it and if you if you do watch boardwalk uh dm me i want to talk about the show so bad <laughs> for, sure, for sure dm her please oh. but only about the show nothing else Oh yeah, no, you should see my request sometimes. I my oh my my face my Instagram's private by the way, so I'll see your request and if I think you're weird I won't respond. Sorry. That's fair. That's honestly fair. But if you preface I want to talk about Boardwalk Empire. All right, let's talk. All right. Yeah. Have the opening message just say Boardwalk Empire so that she knows straight out the gate this is what you want to talk about. And then it'll be like unsolicited dick pic in the second message following. Oh my god. You know what? Hit him with a a, a scorecard of their dick pic and see <laughs> and see how that and see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Then let, yeah, let, let's let's uh if you want if you do send either of us an unsolicited which don't, you're gonna get graded on girth, length, consistent pigmentation, hair maintenance, 
photo angle, appropriate lighting. I don't even know what that. Oh, that's gross. Vascularity. Ooh. <laughs> it's like super veiny. Oh, <laughs> like the anchor arms from SpongeBob. Oh, six. <laughs> and for the ladies, Harry. <laughs> don't ever send Audra or I an unsolicited. Don't even send me. I'm. I will never solicit you. But don't send us that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not soliciting anyone anything. I'm a voluntary incel. Please don't forget that. Yeah, just leave us alone. Honestly, unless yeah. On boardwalk. Honestly, unless... You know what? Just don't talk to me, period. I feel like I'm, I'm at a point where I, I don't even know how to talk to humans anymore. So it's okay. If you don't want to message me, that's totally fine. I, I understand. Actually, Alda's a really good Jarek message friend. She's like, makes DM friends like crazy. She's she's being coy. I don't know how to make friends. Sorry. Fucking liar. All of Audra's friends she's made online. You're not wrong. The majority of my friends I have made from online. You know, when quarantine started, Animal Crossing came out. Yes. Animal right. Crossing came out on March 13th, 2020, and that was, I believe, the final day I was at work. That same. That last day I was at work. No, no, so, that's when the that's when the Animal Crossing Switch came out. The Animal Crossing didn't come out until the next week. Oh, that's right. Um, so yeah, whenever the Animal Crossing game came out, I was almost first in line to get that shit. I snatched it up so quick. I made a ton of Animal Crossing friends. And honestly, they're some of my greatest friends now. I play video games with them all the time, more than yeah. Animal Crossing. Online friends, online friends, friendships are totally valid. I actually didn't stand in line. My boyfriend got it for me, and he's amazing like that because I don't have to do a lot because he just predicts what I want. But he's a mind I reader. Actually, he really is. I haven't made any friends on Animal Crossing because I always play at weird hours because I feel like I'm too busy. But... I envy Audra's Animal Crossing friendships, and I have benefited from them from taking furniture from her. <laughs> I, I do begin uh, love. One of my birthday gifts was... Oh, man. Uh, don't do this to me. <laughs> um, they came out with these cards. Uh, they were like the limited edition Animal Crossing Sanrio cards. They're amiibos, so that means that when you scan them with your um, game system... You get the characters in your game with furniture. They're, they retailed at $6, and guess what the fuck happened? It was like a Nike shoe drop. These things got bought up by bots. Nobody could find a copy, and so they were immediately put... Like, they're all sold out everywhere, and they're just... You could buy them online for like 100 bucks from scalpers, which if you're a scalper and you're listening to this pod, I wish you would die, and I'm not exaggerating. I wish you would die. Seriously. I... So, the Nintendo... Animal Crossing and Sanrio collaboration Amiibo cards were available on only the Target website. You were only allowed to get them online at the Target website at 8 a.m. Central Time. I get to work at 8 a.m. Central Time. So I was there in front of my work computer at the ready. I was, ready. I was fucking ready to get those Amiibo cards. Cart, and it was like... Oh, sorry, there's an error. You know why? Because that second, all the fucking bots bought them. All the fucking bots, all the scalpers that were able to get uh, those cards 
snatched here. them all up. I don't think it's too much to ask that all scalpers go die because die. I cannot stand y'all. I was at a low point and I almost bought genuine amiibo cards from a scalper, but I was like, you know what? No, I can't do this to myself. I have way higher standards than that. I shouldn't be doing that. So I swatted my hand and decided not to get the scalped amiibo cards and i'm scalp still without is actually going down um my boyfriend he bought a scalp copy for me against which i wanted them but i didn't want to spend the money so he got them anyway as a birthday present but damn yeah he, he got it for like 30 bucks or i don't actually i don't know how much he got yeah it. well i, I was seeing a lot i was seeing a lot on ebay for $60, $40. I go, oh my God, this is a fucking $6 pack of cards. I'm not paying that. You're out of your goddamn mind. And you know, if you're selling collectibles, it's one thing, you know, like things that are rare or old as fuck and you've kept it mint, that's different. But like these things just dropped. And this is a huge problem with like all collectibles, especially things related to games, not just, especially Nintendo, because they're bastards with all their stuff. Oh, it just hurts because they they know that there is a secondary market and they can do something to stop it and they don't. And they don't. There's zero consequences when it comes to scalpers and the Nintendo products. Absolutely. I saw it. We all saw it with the Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah. Those bastards, they're trying to sell for like a thousand bucks. A thousand, six hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I saw one for fifteen, fifteen hundred dollars. I hope they never got their money. Yeah, I hope I hope they had to eat that three ninety nine, two ninety nine, whatever it freaking costs to get that damn switch. I bought mine the last day. I went. I drove. I was. I just got sent home from work, and I'm not supposed to let my laptop um, leave my side. So I carried my laptop in with me to a Walmart in I think Annaville, like way out. I which one of our one of our good friends Jeremy lives out there. Um, got the last one. Just got the last one. And I immediately went home and plugged it in. And the battery life on that bitch is perfect. It was the first Immaculate. Game. Do y'all remember the Game Boy SPs? Do you remember the Game Boy SPs? No. Okay, well, it was the first backlit screen one. It was booty. And the second, they, they made like a second gen and they can make it a little brighter. Pearl blue, pearl pink, and SpongeBob. Random ones, random colors were the only ones that had this beautiful feature of lighting up even brighter. And now wow. those are the valuable ones. And I have a pearl pink that I adore. And I, I got it fixed up recently. And I've been playing, um, what have I been playing? Shenron Kagura? Oh, no. No, no, no. It's a, it's a lewd game. <laughs> nice. Wow. I had a Game Boy Advance. I still have it. My brother and I had to share it. And I ended up getting it. Uh, whenever I moved, I was, I, yeah, I, please no, we're not doing that. Not divorcing <laughs> from my brother, please no. So I have that Game Boy Advance. I have the most random games. I have a That's So Raven game. I have uh, that game too. Uh, yes. Around. Yes. I have an American Idol game. That game. Oh my you God. Even, you can't even sing into it. No, you can't. But the whole thing is, the person is singing and you have to press the the buttons to match the tone like so DDR for the thumbs yeah ddr for the thumbs that's literally what it is and if you fuck up simon cow will boo you he won't boo you but he did he record you know, voice for that yes simon cow 
Paul Abdul and Randy Jackson. They all recorded audio for this game. And <laughs> the most infamous quote that's going to be a no for me, dog, is in that fucking game. And you, it's, it's, it's trademark. Absolutely. Boom. And I love... I'm not going to buy an American Idol game and then not have that on there. <laughs> Seriously. And it wasn't even a trademark at the time, but now it is. And I couldn't be prouder of owning that game. The next uh, handheld game I got was a Nintendo DS. Same. And I don't really remember any of the games that I played on that thing. Nintendogs? It's pretty fucked up, but I remember having a team of German Shepherds, and I was trying to win enough money in the dog show to get a Chihuahua, and I felt so bad because I was like, these are just work dogs. I'm just using them to get another. As soon as I get another one, I'm going to put these dogs up for adoption. All <laughs> This is the most fucked up. Like, <laughs> You know what? You're a, a, what are they, a hashtag girl boss. Yeah, you know what? I was just trying to, to earn to, – uh, I bought up a, a, a low-breed dog, and I flipped it to try to get another better dog in a better area which if you are one of those people um who buy up like houses in east austin or oh, a gentrifier yeah, mm, washington heights in new york or uh, east la and then like you flip it and you make it the fuggliest mansion ever a zero line mansion oh man you should also die if you are a quote-unquote real estate investor and you are making booty-ass houses in, in at-risk neighborhoods and minority neighborhoods and historically minority neighborhoods, I wish you would fucking die. That's I, I see that a lot. I don't really see it as much in my town. They tend... In, where I live, there's a lot of historical neighborhoods. So they definitely try to keep the exterior exactly how the rest of the other houses are sometimes respect for the neighborhood yeah yeah for sure but sometimes you'll see a rogue modern looking home in like historical you know tudor style homes and you're just like what the fuck is this i didn't ask i didn't ask for white brick and a black door what is this (laughs) i didn't ask for a ranch style home that's See, only I cinder blocks. Joanna Gaines. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, okay, that's that should be something we talk about at some point. My experience with Chip and Joanna Gaines. I had I was there at the birth. Oh shit, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that later for sure. You'll have to give me some talking points about that. I'll have to ask you some questions. It'll be a full on interview. Yo, yeah, no, for sure. I remember them from events. Wow, that's insane. Um, but yeah, I've just been going to school, coming home, and playing video games with my friends. Last year, I built a PC that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So I'm in I true game. Anything cool like that? That's amazing. I I really had to keep myself busy. I definitely got a lot of hobbies during my quarantine time. Or I brought back some of my old hobbies, like knitting. I brought back knitting. Um, Are you? I thought you gave up. No, I, I didn't give up. I, I, I brought it back. Nice. I, uh, I don't really have time for it now. Uh, or rather, I'm choosing not to make time for it. I still have a few unfinished pieces, to be honest. You have other, you have other pots cooking on the stove. Yeah, I have a... <laughs> yes, definitely. Um I brought my guitar back from my mom's house. I, didn't I know this. yeah, uh, it was 
gosh. So anyway, Probably. here's Vance Joy's Riptide. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. And um, but yeah, I brought back my, my guitar. Um, I took up watercolor painting. And that, that one I really oh, enjoy yeah. a lot. Um, it definitely opened up a lot more doors within myself to start drawing more and to start appreciating the work that I do, the art that I draw and paint and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I've, I've really liked that a lot. And I used to think I sucked at those kind of things. But, you know, the, the things that I've painted and the things that I've drawn, I've been really proud of. I think that you're in a very like emotionally intelligent person and it makes sense that you're finding your your yourself in art. Yep. I think so. Makes sense. And then also, you know, just looking up computer building stuff, different parts. I've been trying to exercise every day. I don't even know what that word is. I I've I've I'm doing it. Like uh when a when a client my boyfriend's like high school friends had like a Zoom workout group and I was like can you please can you please tell her I want to join it? And he's like, just tell her yourself. And I was like, I, I can't. Can you just tell her I want to join? <laughs> can you please? Can you pass the note? Because I can't I can't tell them directly. I, I'm too shy. I'm too shy. No, I, I don't know. I just like I don't I don't know how to approach people to ask them to be part of their workout group. I don't even know what that is, but that's fair. Yeah, every every day at six, I work out for 30 minutes with some people via Zoom and they're amazing, good people. I love that. I wish I could do that. I mean, I know I I can't can join our group. No, no, absolutely not. The door is always open. I, for sure. I loved doing yoga with you, though. Yeah, that was fun. I just um, I couldn't. I, I could, I've been doing it in the mornings instead because I, I, I just can't do two hours of workout. It's just it's too much. I don't have enough time. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot for someone to do. I've definitely lost a lot of weight. Like all my, co- my COVID-15, gone. I'm... But I um, I couldn't like walk for a couple months because of that toe thing I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Your broken toe. It was bad. Like it was almost. It was like hanging out. It was. I don't know if that's gory, but it really it really fucked with me even more so because of the COVID stuff. But it was on my right foot, so I couldn't drive. And I had a podiatrist. My podiatrist. Um, he was like, "You cannot drive. You shouldn't even be walking on this because it just you know." goes south it could, it could go south really quick and you know if you walk too much on it and you don't keep it elevated you know you you we might just have to remove it and that's you know that's remove the whole foot body. not just the toe oh, don't even say that that's like <laughs> my stomach drop oh man <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it felt like that's really that's really what it felt like so like exercising for the first time in like months was really scary because my whole foot would swell it was crazy Oh no! Uh, uh, my my brother, not other Jeremy. Uh, my brother's name is also Jeremy. He said that it was like uh, he he works like with this kind of thing in his like day job. He said it was like a psychosomatic response where my body was like, um, apparently like reacting for my emotions and like swelling it in in reaction to like um, the anticipation of pain. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, it was it's been it was been a really rough combat i've like maybe just a couple weeks ago have i started to feel normal from this wow it still hurts when i wear close toe shoes oh um, wow that's absolutely insane man you know hobbies are great everyone should have one or a couple <laughs> yeah definitely 
although I've been seeing a lot more hobbies that are clay related. There's a whole clay renaissance happening right now. Everybody's making ashtrays again, like it's eighth grade. I am so over seeing clay earrings being made. I am sick and fucking tired of it. I'm so sorry if any listener out there is making a career on clay earrings, but put some I'm fucking. Not for it. I'm not here for it. Don't make those uh, fuckers matte. Make put some glaze on that shit. Put some shiny shit on there, because I'm tired of seeing unfinished clay you know earrings. Yeah, I think if they bake them or like added a glaze or added some sort of or the texture to it, where I can't see a thumbprint. Okay. I don't want to see your thumbprint on my flower earring. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, oh my gosh, it it just irks me so much that too many people, there's too <laughs> too many people are taking ownership of making these fucking clay earrings and I'm here to say they're not that good. They're not that good looking. I'm telling there are you. There's other small businesses you could get into, you know, like um maybe if you see somebody with a clay earring business, don't also make clay earrings do your own goddamn thing yeah you know it is a lot of Same people the resin stuff i'm happy the resin is dying i yeah the, the resin i hate resin <laughs> the resin stuff really took over as well probably around the same time as the clay shit because i was seeing those hand in hand and so it just, just at home alone and they're like i gotta do something i gotta do something or else and um they've resulted into resin stuff and making all these weird molds and i have this smells resin stinks it's toxic it's nasty and i mean it's you really don't need more plastinated shit in the world and then what you're making is if you make some sort of paperweight pyramid good job look what wow i'm so proud of you look at what you did congratulations oh wow is that is that an ashtray in the shape of a coffin with some glitter on it yeah that's really good good job buddy you really you really showed them didn't you with your oh my god or dudes too is that a table is that a wood table in line with led and you poured like six gallons of resin in it oh my god god it looks like a topographical map of big ben you nailed it Please stop. It looks like a Damascus knife with all the with all the little curves and shit. Get out of here. I can't deal. I can't fucking deal with your stupid ass small clay business and your stupid ass resin business. I don't think it's too much to ask for you to quit your business and go find another fucking hobby business. I'm sorry. There's other really cool things that you could do to sell for real. There, you know, just just keep feeling around until something feels right. Get in a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Oh my God. Why? Why is everybody scared to sell Mary Kay? What happened? Why? To that? Yeah. Why is everyone scared to sell Herbalife? I thought that was the <laughs> healer. I thought that was the healer for everything. Honestly, if there were more Herbalife salesmen, I don't think COVID would be here. Yeah. I mean, if everybody was shitting themselves, they would. There would be not enough time to spread it around. Exactly. There would be trying to find. The whole point of why does everyone in this nation have dysentery and not why is everyone in this nation getting infected with COVID? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> like, God, no. why does everybody have such flat tummies? <laughs> why is everyone looking like they're fresh God, off the commercial for hydroxycut? <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. It's a pandemic. I can't everyone's take it. too hot. Everyone's too hot. Why? The audacity <laughs> of anyone getting remotely more attractive 
during covid than they were pre-covid makes me so upset and it makes me want to eat even more and i just i can't take that anyone that tells me that they've lost weight i'm like yeah well i fucking found it you jackass not not even like 15 minutes ago did i say i've lost (laughs) yeah i fucking found your covid 15 bitch and um you know it's it it is what it is i was very depressed uh i don't i sometimes i I explain to anybody everybody's yeah (laughs) sometimes i feel bad about it sometimes i don't give a shit about it you know it it, there's ups and downs peaks and valleys baby (laughs) peaks and valleys but yeah you know what if you have a clay hobby that's totally fine just keep it to your goddamn self don't monetize it just keep it to yourself i know crayola air dry clay when i see it oh my gosh yeah exactly i'll see tiktoks of people trying to find that crayola clay and I'm like, man, I don't want to see any more uh, daisy earrings with polka dots on it. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I, I, I will I, say. I like the slices of fruit stuff. They're like, look, it's a lemon. Like, no, it's a circle. And you just painted it. Like, it's the easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are a couple of people that I used to follow on social media. I unfollowed them because I was tired Apparently of seeing this shit. It pissed you off enough. It pissed me off enough to where I was like, I'm fucking unfollowing you. They make the neatest clay creations. Um, they're really intricate and really detailed. I don't remember what their username is. You'll never find out. But they were super. Marta does not want to put them on. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving them clout. There's no clout here. But uh, if there was, I'm not giving it to them. Andre was not supporting any small businesses ever. Don't ask her. She won't. She only shops big box. Okay. A small business? Never heard of him. Fuck your small business. Yeah, she's Walmart, Target, HB for life. Home goods. Pier one. Oh. Big lots. Pier one is bankrupt, but you Best know. Best Buy. Best Buy. Forever 21. I, like you know, code factory. I, I draw the line at Forever 21. <laughs> I have some standards, you know. I walked in the mall today for the first time in a very long time. It was uh very empty, thank God, because I don't know if I could have handled that with people. I was like, I really wish I wasn't indoors for this long. It was actually really nerve-wracking. Yeah, no, anytime I've gone to the mall, there's always been a shit ton of people, and I just turn right around and don't... uh, Yeah, I just turn around. I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is absolutely ridiculous. If, If I have to spend more time finding a parking spot, then I know the mall is way too big, and I shouldn't have way too full and i know that i shouldn't even get out of my car i should just drive away and get I what like i need to get later morning that's the best time listen not everyone works from home i, I can't uh, I, do that there's such a thing as the weekend and i know you don't work the weekends you're right you're, you're right i don't work the weekends a monday through friday yeah, I, eight, eight okay. to five just so we're clear uh if my employer is listening which you shall never be named i clock in and i actually do my shit i'm actually really proud of that fact i'm not going to the mall on weekdays i'm here i'm here to say that she is absolutely correct i have talked to her during her work day and she's always like don't bother me i'm fucking busy saving lives i just really like my work it's like super satisfying like this is cool this is really cool cutting edge stuff it is really cool i'm really i'm really happy that you found something that you really enjoy yeah, and it's to the point where I was, like, talking to too many, like, um, 
people like on the phone like sad mm-hmm. faces that I told my job I was like I can't do this anymore this is like I'm ready to quit because this is like so exhausting and they were like don't make any calls anymore just do the back end stuff and I was like <sighs> all right I almost cried I was like thank you I was, oh my I was gosh. Like, good on you in this moment because I couldn't do it so um, again wear your mask if you're outside and because COVID is real and I am telling you when I tell you that I'm talking to some sad cases Oh boy. Whenever she tells me it's a pretty rough day, uh, I don't have to ask. I I just understand. My my mentor, she gave me like uh so I really like office supplies, school supplies stuff, because I guess because I'm using them so often I go through like pens like crazy. Um my mentor, she gave me like she's like this older lady, she's probably like almost 70, and she got me like a coloring book and some pastels and like a really nice um multicolor pen from like this Japanese stationery store and some washi tape and she was like take the day off I know you took it off already but don't even do school stuff today just relax and it was so hard not to do something to catch up on emails to use this I took my birthday off for the first time in a long time and I did it was uh almost a little painful a little weird to not work (laughs) which I guess I haven't taken nearly any vacation I, sh- I think I'm just going to take a week and do nothing. Um, that's what I'm going to do this summer to treat myself. Honestly, yeah, you need to. My mom actually got COVID back in February. Yeah. And it was one of the most scariest times of my life. A lot was happening at that time. It was, my mom got it. She was, po- she tested positive on February 4th. And then a couple weeks later, uh, around Valentine's Day, we had that Texas ice storm, absolutely crazy ice storm. You lost power, right? I didn't have power for about a week. I had running water and I had heat because I have a gas furnace. I didn't have to have electricity to run my uh, my heat, but my power was out. Had no power. All of my food ruined. It was pretty, pretty awful. And around that time, my mom was transported to the hospital. So roads frozen over. Roads frozen over. over. And by the way, my mom lives out of state. So I couldn't even go in her area because the roads were frozen over in both states. It was just such a giant mess. And I've never been so stressed in my entire life, to be honest. And getting signal here and there to keep in contact with my cousin, who was telling me everything about my mom and stuff like that, was really stressful. Oh, my gosh. And then the where I was, the entire grid was out. I don't know about anywhere else, but I couldn't get any cell service anywhere yeah. in town um, except for a Walgreens parking lot. I could get maybe two bars of data. And so I was able to talk to the hospital and all sorts of stuff like that. And But my mom was in the hospital for a little over a week. She got released. She start, She's doing so much better now, which I'm so thankful for. She is still on oxygen, but not the whole day. That's she, crazy. Yeah, she does it at night. And... Um, they are seeing her pulse lower than usual, which they were saying it's a sign of bradycardia or it is bradycardia. Mm-hmm. And so she needs to speak to a cardiologist to see if it's COVID related or if it's something else. 
And, you know, that's that's pretty worrisome, especially since I'm not there. Um, but I did take a week off whenever my mom was released from the hospital. And it was honestly the most at peace I've ever been in my entire life, being in that house with my mom. Um, you and over into your apartment. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I like living no. by myself. <laughs> it was it was a peaceful week, not a peaceful life, bitch. Yeah, don't get it twisted, man. Uh, but no, I was super peaceful. Um, I just did the stuff around the house that my mom wasn't able to do because she was still pretty weak at the time. But um, yeah, it was it was great. She's now back at work, uh, not full time. But, you know, she's she's just uh, doing her thing, which I'm really, really proud, proud of her for getting out there. And she's she's now the organ player at her church, right? Like she's she's like back and doing stuff like that, too. Yeah, she's the full on organ player at her church. Unfortunate circumstances. The original organ player had a stroke. She unfortunately passed away. But rest in peace, organ lady. Um, Was her name Bernice? No, I have no idea what this lady's idea what that lady's name is, but rest in peace anyway. But my mom took over and she's like, relax, I got this. You can peacefully go to your grave, madam. It's like little do you fucking know. Little do you know, I'm a full blown professional musician. No (laughs) Little did you know, I've been planning your demise since I moved back. Definitely my birthday wish on those candles. Bernice would die. So I wish the organ. I wish Bernice would suffer from a stroke and not be found for three days. Oh my God! It was that bad. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad for. It was bad for organ player Bernice. She had a stroke in her home. She obviously wasn't responding to phone calls or answering the door. They found her like three or four days later in bed. Um, She was alive but barely and that's like that's really brutal (laughs) no yeah absolutely whenever my mom was telling me the story my jaw fell to the floor because i just i was i was in absolute shock you know you always hear about people having strokes when they're around their families or you know there's always someone there to maybe not catch it early but at least transport them to the hospital or call 911 this woman was completely alone and that oh my gosh that part just scared the shit out of me and you know life alert if if you it's covered by medicare i think if you have anybody who lives alone who's over the age of like 60 Mm -hmm. consider it get it just a little pendant and then you go click and then they'll knock the door down wow Mm-hmm. my favorite commercials during the prices right when i watch it with my grandma oh my gosh i love the prices right i love the prices right i love wheel of fortune who's hosting I... it now drew carey's not doing it anymore right what uh i thought he took a sabbatical because um his ex-wife passed or whatever no i didn't even know his ex-wife died uh i thought he was still I, hosting I that kind of podcast but yeah <laughs> but yeah no she was murdered Welcome to the I Don't Think podcast where we talk about people dying. <laughs> oh I'm my sorry. god. I uh, she got murdered. Yeah, man. She, mm-hmm. Don't wow. look it up later in your free time. That's homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh my god. I had no idea. Okay. You know what the problem is? We said a bad tone. We talked about DMX and some eminent things and it just it just took a turn. 
Yeah. It's something I kind of hear. I feel like, you know, like uh, our, uh, like your, your grandparents would be like, ah, se murió. And like, they know they like, that's how they keep up with their friends. They're like, oh, they died. No, oh, they, they died. died. Oh, they died. That's us. Post COVID, us has changed us. Now we're like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, that person died. Yeah, we are our grandparents now. Yeah, we're, we, the plague years push you into early geriatrics. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely true. Because nowadays, whenever I get home from work, my feet fucking hurt. They absolutely hurt. I and sit down all day. Shoes. You're absolutely right. I want to wear sneakers to work. I hate wearing flats. I hate wearing loafers. Actually, flats no. Flats are so bad for your arches. Yeah, flats are pretty bad. I don't wear them very often. I definitely opt for my my loafers. But I wish I could wear sneakers all day, every day. My feet are on clouds whenever I wear sneakers. Damn, I gotta tell you, I've just been wearing Crocs. You know, sometimes the Crocs hurt my feet too. Really? Well, you know what? I take that back. My feet were already hurting whenever I put on the Crocs, and the Crocs didn't make it better. <laughs> it's not the Crocs' fault. I'm blaming the Crocs. I, I bought some shoes, or Clint bought me some shoes today for my birthday. And the lady who helped us at Journeys, which it was a great experience, by the way, being in the store again, I was feeling like really nervous a little bit. She brings me a pair of Docs because that's what I wanted a uh, Doc sandals. Mm. And she also Ooh. brought me a pair of Crocs. And she goes, Docs and Crocs. She's like, I always bring a pair of Crocs. You know, you never know. I'm like, so I can tell that joke. She was trying to upsell me to buy a pair of like whatever shoe I wanted. And then the Crocs on top of that. And I was like, mm, Already on them. I Thanks, bitch. I mean, seriously, those shoes last forever. It's like just plastic. So I don't need more than one pair. One pair of house shoes. That's all you need forever. Yeah. You only need one pair of house shoes and don't take them outside. I actually wear mine in the garden and hose them down. See, that's fine. But if you're wearing your Crocs to go to the grocery store and then you're going to walk around in your house and then put your feet on your bed, what's wrong with you? Ew. Ew. ew, ew, ew. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I went to, to Rich's, uh, which is like, a, I guess it's more like a head shop kind of place. They sell like like t-shirts, uh, uh, like bands or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but they also sell like spikes so that you can customize your uh, jackets or whatever or vests. I bought uh, some spikes from them, and I, I, I drilled them into the, the little um, the 4 by 4 flap on the croc. Oh, yeah, uh, that's so fucking cool. It puts it in the all-wheel mode, you know? I, like, yeah. put three spikes Sports in mode. the air. Looks badass. Um, Clint and I did so it cool. time as, like, a Sunday craft, and they look fucking cool. They, really they honestly, yeah, they, they're fucking cool. We'll definitely post that in the, the podcast Instagram so that y'all can see. If you are in Corpus Christi, or you can even also just go online. But if you're in Corpus Christi, go support Riches. There's like 12 bucks for three of them, I think. Not even. All you need is a screwdriver. They look so cool. I just put those charms in the holes of my shoes, or in the They're holes of my gibbets? Crocs. Gibbets. Yeah, I just put the gibbets in, in the holes of my Crocs. I'm team socks and sandals. And I think as a girl, I can get away with it. Are you making I, me about to say that I can't? No, you definitely cannot. Certain sandals, <laughs> you absolutely cannot get away with it. Like a sports sandal. Like a slide? Or like a flip-flop? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. What? Okay, have you ever played like basketball and then like you want to get out of your shoes and so you think- No, like, no, no, no. Slides, yes. Okay. Slides and socks, totally fine. You can like do that. Classic. That's allowed. It's That's like what post, I think of. Post-game interview shoe. Yes. That's what I think of whenever I think socks and sandals. 
you, ma'am, on the other hand, drag me. Gonna drag yes, me. wearing those Tevas with chunky socks. I'm sorry, ma'am. They were not but, chunky socks. Mm-hmm. They were socks nonetheless. Ma'am, I'm here to tell you, oh. was not, that was not it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I was going through it. This is early pen, early pandemic. Wait, I'm lying. This is pre-pandemic. pandemic. This was <laughs> this, this was before pandemic, man. We went to ACL and you wore that shit at ACL. So no, I don't. Didn't. Yes, you fucking did. Yeah, really? you you did socks yeah, and you sandals. You let me do that. You let me do that. What was I supposed to say? Those were the only shoes. You were like, "Oh, this is comfortable," and I'm like, "Well, she's comfortable. That's all I'm gonna, you know." I I wore that with a dress. I'm realizing right now. Yeah, you wore that with a dress and like a denim pullover. (laughs) You know what? I'm sorry. (laughs) You're right. Okay. You know what? It's fine. I think we should wrap. Closing up would be a good idea. You can always follow us on our social medias. You can follow me on Instagram at audra.t93. Um, you can follow Geneva at J-E-A-N-E-V-A underscore because other Geneva who has my name, my goddamn first name, just lives in the Philippines and doesn't use her account and does not respond to my DMs to give me, so let me give her money for it. What a bitch. You know what? She's but, canceled. Yeah, you, can, you can DM me. You can follow, request me. I will absolutely follow you back. I love friends nice we also have a podcast instagram there's nothing there yet but hopefully i can get shit in there as soon as possible uh you can follow that podcast instagram at i don't think podcast and uh just stay tuned for more shenanigans and more bullshit uh hopefully this first episode was pretty solid and we can kind of see what other things Mm-hmm. have other things that we have in store since y'all are experiencing COVID at the same time we're going to try to keep that on the min and then talk about other stuff so we yeah out of the way now so you're welcome for sure yeah we had we had i'm sorry we had to talk about covid we had to talk about 2020 recaps um even though we're almost halfway in the new year now that you've listened to the whole thing if you made it this far you're our friend yeah you maybe we'll see no, um I'll have Audrey, to. Audrey has high walls. You got to climb. I have. Yes, that that's true. I'll have to vet. There's a vetting process. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. See you guys. Bye, guys.